I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, the notify bell next to it. Make sure you always get your going and run notifications. Hit that notify bell, then go up and click on all. Anyways, uh, uh, so end of the year. Oh, this is my. No, this is the beginning of the year. This is up going up on the first January. Oh, hey, 2020 hey, is upon happy us. Happy New Year, everybody! And now we're gonna look back at the year that was 2019 uh, with 2020 hindsight ah. and see how close we were to our predictions. Uh, coming true we gave last year and issuing new predictions this for is like the year my favorite time of the year because i i killed predictions last year i did really good i yeah. looked at my old predictions yeah the couple of my i on but uh otherwise i did pretty good yeah all right well should we just get to reviewing them immediately that's that's all i really want to do and then of course we're going to make bold new predictions for 2020 yes, yes. uh here was my first one this one I whiffed on Larson. All right. Uh, global localization will continue in a fairly haphazard manner with WWE announcing its next territory sometime in late 2019. Well, uh, we, we done past 2019. They have not announced anything. I think there were rumors of, weren't they looking at Mexico or Japan next? Japan. That's okay. my understanding. They were trying to purchase... They were. That's Nova? right. They inquired. So about that's it. kind of. I mean, I was kind of on task there. Global. Hey, the first one. Global localization will continue in a fairly haphazard I mean, manner. That's true. They did. They tried to to make some purchases there. They did. So uh, that was my first one. My first prediction for what was going to happen in 2019 that Mustafa Ali was going to be a champion, and had he not gotten concussed. Not he probably would have been. He probably would have been. Not that he would have beat Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. He might have got like a U.S. title. But that might have catapulted him to the Solly in the mid-card that title scene. That killed him. That, abs- that injury just completely It really took him. all his momentum away. It really did. And oh, then man, he's great. The problem is now there's like five more Mustafa Ali's on the roster. So I'm not sure if that's ever going to sort itself out. I really hope so. One he's can terrific. Hope. Oh, he's fantastic. He's, he's one of really the best. terrific. Uh, my next prediction was uh, another whiffer. Uh, WWE strikes. I thought you said he did good in these. Well, the the, the next ones are freaking spot on. I All was right. like, no, Sir Thomas here with tea leaves, man. So this one, Whiffer. Uh, WWE strikes another huge international deal, bringing home even more money, but this time it'll be with India, China, or someplace less controversial than Saudi Arabia. Eh, no. Not really. That didn't happen. I kind of got this next one right. There will be at least one uh, mid-card defection from WWE. Higher than mid-card. Yeah. Yeah. Dean Ambrose, of course. Yeah. Morphed into John Moxley. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, also AEW. Sean Spears. He went over to the AEW. Everybody. It's it's funny. Sin Cara went to AAA. Everybody. Yeah, Sin Cara. Everybody but mid-carders went to AEW. Yeah, I know, pretty much. It was like upper-carder and uh, lower-card. 
so yeah, uh, my next one, oh, knocked it out of the park. What's funny is two years ago I looked, and that was one of my things was NXT going two hours. I think he just ripped me off. You were super Nostradamus. Yeah, man. Uh, I put NXT will move to two hours, and 205 Live folded in NXT. Of course, NXT definitively moved to two hours. Uh, I should have put on there that it was going to go live. On USA Network, no. Uh, Why yeah. Stop? Why Stop was just, right. just going live. And then, uh, and of course, the Cruiserweight Championship is now referred to as the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. And 205 Live is on life support, basically. basically. We never know what's going on with it. In fact, that was almost going to be one of my uh, predictions for this year. 205 Live canceled. It's not, though. However, my next oh, that's, one. That's a no-brainer right From there. 2019, I said, Raw will become undisputed. Undisputed air getting called up going to Raw. Ooh, that didn't happen. Big whiffa. Whiff. Big whiffa. Whiff. Well, you know, we didn't know that. the, the wasn't for AEW. That was a possibility. Possibility. That was a possibility. Because Shayna was supposed to move to main roster for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And then AEW happened. Yep. Okay, so this one is probably the biggest whiffer of them all. Um, so uh, with SmackDown's premiere on Fox being a huge deal, Call-ups meant for Mania will instead be made for the October... I don't know why I was so specific with this. For the October debut of SmackDown on Fox, which will be a reboot of sorts for for big stories, which is kind of true. They, they rebooted stuff with a roster. Uh, SummerSlam 2019 will be a huge blow for big stories, leading to a new shakeup slash draft before SmackDown. That actually happened. They did a new draft. Yeah. The back half of 2019... Should be fun for WWE. Okay, I don't know why I said that because it was been, it's been boring. Well, Cena, Survivor Series was fun. Cena wins number seventeen at SummerSlam. Yeah. He leads the new SmackDown on Fox. Yeah, eh, wrong, eh. wrong on that one. I was kind of right with this one, but it took late in the year for it to happen. Bullet Club will be fine. Oh, that's bollocks. That that that, that is they are not fine. When man. Kenta joined, Ugh. they got really good. Uh huh. No, no. That's, that, that one's good. Bullet Club is Bullet Club is totally not fine. They're not. They're nowhere even close to where they were. I'm not saying they're. I said I didn't say they're going to be close to where they were. I said they're going to be fine. It looks like the group is getting back there to their the real, real roots, roots and becoming dangerous, dangerous again. again. That's true. Kent that is sense dangerous. Of danger plus Jay's immense charisma. <laughs> immense charisma can lead Bullet Club to a different level of success. Well, it is a different level. Yeah, of I didn't success. say they're going to. They're going to uh, reach or top what they did previously. Well, if you're if you're. Uh, if if you're my benchmark if, was them like the, it was 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 them at Taguchi die. Japan being on the same level. <laughs> they didn't, and die. that's not the case. I know they had that lame uh, barbecue like uh, 2018. Wasn't that the no, block it was, party? It was this year. Was that 2019? 2019. Oh, terrible. They sold that terrible well, now shirt. Now Kent is there. Danger's back to Bullet Club. Him, Jay it's White. It's not though. It is. Man. How many of those guys are in the main event or in any of the main events of? Uh, well, maybe not oh, this year. Oh, Jay White. Jay is. White is. Yeah, he might win all the belts. Oh my god. And just gosh. you wait till my prediction for champions of next year. Bullet Club's be doing some great stuff. I don't think that's true, but hey, you never know. Uh, next up, this one I think I got uh, on the money. Given the success of AEW, there will be a few releases from WWE. We did see some releases yeah. from WWE. Uh, but WWE will have so much money, they'll be able to dump cash into the pockets of wrestlers we don't even see on TV. And that's pretty much happened. Yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Uh, Impact will face the talent exodus. That didn't happen at all. I'll, I, I get to counter with my prediction. Impact somehow, some way, finds a way to stay alive, although they'll be bleeding money and yet still be able to sign decent wrestlers. Yeah, still. And it's totally true. It defies logic how that happens. It is. It is. And then this is my biggest one, though. This is my biggest get here. Shit will get testy between AEW and Ring of Honor, which will have a hard time building buzz around their product. Yeah. Saw that one. 
Um, All right, if you were a champion, so we thought I'd be champion. Oh, I did into, terrible. Yeah, I did too. I did awful. I did all right from New Japan, but otherwise it'd be garbage. Uh, Universal champion. I had Drew McIntyre. Braun Strowman. Uh, WWE champion. John Cena. Wow. Ha! <laughs> match this year. Oh, I had Rey Mysterio. Hey, He's that, U.S. champion. That's pretty. No, actually, well, the U.S. champion is the de facto. De facto that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's impressive, actually. Uh, Intercontinental title. I had Adam Cole. I mean, he's the he's the NXT champion, anyways. I have Elias. Wow, Adam Cole's a lot closer to the IC belt than Elias yeah, is, and uh, they're on different brands. Yeah, I know. Uh, U.S. title on Mustafa Ali. I have it on Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. which he's he's kind of above the U.S. title right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, tag team champions I had uh, on Raw Undisputed Era on SmackDown I had the Usos double whiff on the Raw yeah I just flipped them I have the Usos and the Undisputed Era whiff wow whiff, women's whiff. champion for Raw I had Becky me too Women, uh, SmackDown Ronda Rousey me too uh, Cruiserweight champion I had uh, Drew Gulak yeah me too he did win the belt during the year though yeah that's a bummer uh, NXT UK champion I did have Walter Oh wow! You had Eddie Dennis. I have Eddie Dennis. Wow, that's so bad. Wow. I didn't think that they, I didn't think Walter was going to be around that quick. Uh, the tag champs. I had Mustache Mountain. I you had, had grizzled, and Drake. You had grizzled young veteran. Who is, it? is it Gallus now? Yes, yeah, Gallus. It's Gallus. Okay. And then the women's champion. I had Tony Storm. Oh, I've got Rhea Ripley. That's holy that's crap! The, that's a women's champion, man. Huh? That's NXT, NXT women's champion. No, but it's in the you, look down here. What did I do wrong? That's NXT UK Women's Champion. Oh, well, it just says NXT Women, so but it's in the UK, and you actually have another women women uh, down in the NXT category. This is correct, though. Io Shirai is a woman. That's what it just says. Women, (sighs) Io Shirai. All right, NXT's uh, champion. I have Ricochet. Oh, hold on. Who'd you have on the cover for 2K20? Do you have Becky Lynch? Where's that? Oh, you didn't have that. I did. Oh, Becky and Ronda. Oh, okay. Becky, Becky and Ronda. You just had Becky? Yeah. So we were both, we were kind both of right. half right. Uh, NXT, uh, their top champ, I had Matt Riddle. Hey, I had it that there were going to be two people on it, though. All right. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Uh, Ricochet, who is not even on the no, same on the no. brand uh, North American champ, I had Keith Lee. Oh, he's close. That, I got Matt Riddle. Uh, women's champion, I had Bianca Belair. Uh, I have Rhea Ripley. No, we have Io Shirai. <laughs> I'm trying to cheat. Fine, Io Shirai. Uh, and then uh, tag champions, mm. I have Street Profits. I have DIY. Wow, you were way off there. Yeah, I, was pretty, I was pretty far off. Uh, for New Japan, heavyweight champion, Okada. Yeah, okay. I've got Naito. Intercontinental champion, Jay White. Is he intercontinental yeah. champion? Oh, wow. Good job. Look at that. I have Osprey. Uh, junior t- uh, heavyweight Ooh, champion. Wow. I had uh, Shingo Takagi. I've got Gorillas of Destiny. Are they the champs? Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're, nice. the, uh, they're the tag champs. You had Pac as <laughs> Nice. Pac is a junior. Uh, never open weight champ. I had Hiroki Goto. Who's the junior? T- oh, it's Osprey. Yeah. Okay. Goto is my never open weight champ. Yeah, of course. But he's not champ. It's, it's Kenta. I know, but isn't he fighting Goto again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tag champs, Gorillas of Destiny. Junior tag champions, uh, Rapongi 3K. Me too. Who are the? It's LP and uh, oh, Ishimori. Bullet Club. Okay. And then the never six man tags. I had Bullet Club. Me too. It's uh, Makabe, Yano, and Hanma. What? They also won them like February or March. Who do you have for Ring of Honor champion? Oh, I had Jeff Cobb. I've got Brody King. And who'd you have for your first AEW champion? Oh, Cody. You said Aldis and Cody. Aldis Dash Cody. Aldis versus Maybe I Cody. thought that was going to be the thing. The first match. Who did you have for your oh, first eight? Hangman Adam Page. Oh, yeah. At least he challenged. He fought for it. Yeah, in the he first did. Match. That's true. All right. Let's get into 2020 now. All right. Would you like to go first? Would you like to look at the television, Mr. Lee? Yeah, sure. I'll go first. 
Predictions 2020, here we go. Number one, Ring of Honor is going to be sold to WWE, baby. They are. The, so, like, I had heard, or we had heard that Impact in their buying spree was also looking to try to buy Ring of Honor. I'm not sure how much veracity there was, how true that yeah, could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I get the feeling that uh, with all the all – the, <laughs> I get that the big picture that that Greg dude's talking about is dumping salary to sell the company, and I think that they're going to make – some money off their tape library. Uh, oh, that's w- what will make the money, yeah. Yeah, WWE's going to snap up Ring of Honor and probably, I don't know. And they, I mean, if the contracts come with it, they'll probably just keep all I mean, they have people there that WWE would probably want. They'd probably keep, obviously, if Marty signs a five-year deal, yeah. which I have, I find it difficult to believe, he'd probably sign a couple-year deal if he does Oh, I mean, if he's smart, that. he'll sign a year deal. Yeah, yeah, I know. With Ring of Honor. Maybe that's how they're going to get Marty's girl. <laughs> if, he, if he re-signs Ring of Honor, they come in and buy Ring of Honor. Maybe. Like, well, we got you now, Marty. Uh, that's my first one. All Ring right. of Honor sold WWE. My first prediction, Baron Corbin will be a world champion in 2020. I might be making this a year too early like I did with NXT two hours, but the trajectory of him is that he's going to be a transitional heel champion at some point. I think within 2020, at least by the end of 2021. And uh, my feeling is... Uh, if he is, perhaps he wins Money in the Bank again. Perhaps uh, Roman Reigns defeats The Fiend at WrestleMania for the Universal title. Um, uh, Baron wins Money in the Bank again. He cashes in on Baron, on, on Roman, only to come back around. Roman beats Baron um, uh, before the end of 2020. So Roman, spoiler alert, is carrying the WB title going to 2021. Um, I can definitely see that happening. I and here's the thing: I don't think he's going to be a heel transitional champion. I think he's going to have like a Seth like run, <laughs> where he where it's like this dude. So, well, with Seth, it was never. I we we were always really into Seth's title run. Yeah. Um, but for us, it's going to be like, why is this guy still the champion? Yeah. Like it's been way too long. I don't think it's going to be transitional. I think it's going to be just achingly long. I I think that's a good that's a good prediction. Uh. My next one, uh, not one former WWE champion will leave WWE for AEW in 2020. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, people re-signing with WWE because AEW, for as exciting as a lot of people are, excited as a lot of people are, there are still some kinks that need to be worked out, and I think a lot of wrestlers are going to be taking a wait-and-see approach. They're going to have a big decision on their hands. Do I re-up for five whole years with WWE? Or do I take a risk with AEW knowing that they if 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 they if they stumble their way down to under five hundred thousand viewers per week, mm-hmm. somehow, some way, they might not be on TV a year from now. Yeah. Um I don't that one of my predictions, I don't think it's gonna happen. But I think that a lot of those wrestlers are gonna go with stability. So I think that we might see some people out of their contracts go to AEW. Not one former WWE champion vis-a-vis no needle movers from WWE right. are going right. to go. We'll see. That Although, includes the revival. I was going to say, the revival remains to be seen. Uh, next, I have here, AEW will finally figure out the elite needs to win some titles. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, by the time uh, Revolution comes around, uh, at least the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega needs to win a title. Uh, Cody's obviously... Revolution, that's in February. Yes. Oh, that's... Ooh, man. Um, the Young Bucks just had their opportunity. I know. How would and, that look if they... And you saw how that went over. 
I believe JR just called that segment the drizzling shits. Do you think that they would? Well, that's more of the Dark Order. That was in. the Dark Order. That was Dark Order. But nonetheless, you, you have an opportunity on your huge uh, pre-Christmas episode. You're going head-to-head against NXT that's got two title matches going on. You know one of them is going to – you feel pretty darn good that one of them is going to change hands to close their show. And not only do you not give the people the catharsis of seeing the Young Bucks finally capture those AEW tag titles, yet you, 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 you get the Dark Order out there in a segment that happened maybe two or three months too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a huge letdown. Yeah. Now, if the Young Bucks had just won those titles, uh, people went home happy. Yeah. And I think at this point, they're three months-ish into their, their TV tenure. Um, and it's like the first time anyone really in, of the elites sniffed the title. People aren't going to complain about it, mm-hmm. at least not in large numbers. Yeah. And if it makes sense story-wise, people aren't going to complain about it. It's not like they started the the whole show off with all of them holding titles, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. you got to realize that people, f- primarily at this point, it's smart to build new stars. It's yeah. smart to invest in your future, but it's better to invest in your future while taking your most marketable stars now and promoting them and 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 as such promoting the company. I get the feeling it'll probably happen at Double or Nothing. I think it's going to be too because if you think about it, like who from the elite? You get the Young Bucks that. I mean, are they going to come back around and challenge SCU again for the tag championships by Revolution? Is is are they going to bypass Mox's championship reign for Kenny by the time February comes around? I'm not sure that's going to happen. But double or nothing by May, you got you got to see that. Here's so we'll, we'll dovetail into my next prediction. This is an optimistic one about AEW. Maybe it's just because I want it to happen. AEW, it's this. AEW will sort out their issues sooner than later. By all-in three, or all-out two, whatever you want to call it, they'll be averaging close to a million each week on TV. Right now, it's if you take if you if you fill it out, it's closer to eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, so, I do think that a lot of their issues are totally fixable, and I think that at this point, much like what you're saying, they should be getting more of a firm sense of okay, this is what people want. They want to see the elite succeed. They want to see us with titles. One of the major things is we want to see Kenny Omega be treated like the star he is. Mm -hmm. You have him, use him. If he doesn't want to, talk to somebody who can reach out to him and convince him that, dude, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked that with all the backstage stuff we've heard about Jericho trying to keep people in line and, hey, tags matter. Rules matter. Yeah. This stuff matters. Get Your gear, gear looks yeah. indie. Yeah. It needs to look big time. Why aren't they having Chris Jericho, the one man who has the most entering experience there with Kenny Omega on a big level, who has the biggest voice, say, Kenny, you need to be an A guy. Yeah. And we need to see that every single week. Mm-hmm. We need to see you kicking ass. I don't want to, you should not be on dark. No. Kenny Omega should no. not be on dark. No. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, but I, I do think that these are all issues that they are probably looking at now that they have some hindsight, they have some clarity. You've got a little bit of a breathing, you got some mm-hmm. breathing room, mm-hmm. you got some fun stuff coming up, Bash of the Beach, you got um, Revolution, and then you go into the summer where you have two more pay per views. Jericho yeah. Cruise, yeah. all that stuff. Um, and in so, a way, they're still kind of playing with house money because if TV Insiders be believed, or if Meltzer be about to be believed with his conversation with TV Insiders, expectation was like five to 600,000. They're still 
above that by a healthy margin. If the if the executives are really happy with eight hundred, then then they they probably feel some good breathing room. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need to take this time and and sort it out. There's all I mean, there's it's so silly. Like there's such nitpicking like going on online that I notice on Twitter. Like people picking on like their social media snafus here and there, and it's all stuff that I could honestly like. As and this is like our job to pay attention to this stuff. Like it's stuff that I don't even care about. It's like you know somebody misspells the word here. Somebody to like one of their social media guys, and apparently their social media. Apparently they have one social media guy. They probably should hire. They should have staff. At least like three people. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. But they're being very. I think they're being very responsible, or they're trying to be very responsible with their budget. So I kind of get it. But the bottom line is, not everything can be a guerrilla activity. Yeah. You know, not everything can be. Hey, just throw that guy a phone real quick because then you're reaching into impact territory where yeah. you're filming your live shows on a five where you're streaming on yeah, Twitch. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> uh, next, I have a uh, kind of counter yours. NXT will regularly cross a million viewers per week. Oh, wow. I think they have the momentum right now. They do have a lot of momentum. Coming out of Survivor Series, uh, coming in through the holidays. I mean, just the way AEW scheduled, they didn't want to have to work on uh, uh, Christmas Day or pre-shoot an episode, so they took the day off. NXT got 831,000 uh, viewers for a Christmas episode mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. That's actually pretty darn impressive. It's pretty good, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, so right now, they have the momentum. Uh, and if they could find something else I'll get to later on ways to hype up the NXT brand further, it's well within reach for them to start, you know, kind of, uh, uh, flirting with a million on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. 
And I think if they keep on putting forth really good shows, uh, building up around the stars that are there, uh, a million a week seems within reach at this point. Yeah. Who would have thought that, what, a month and a half ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that that's a good one. And I, I do think, again, NXT, I think that along with AEW, I think they're really getting into a great groove. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is really playing with the resources that he has. Yep. He has like the world available to him. Pretty much. And he is making the best use of all that stuff. Um, it's really fun to watch. So I, I hope both uh, promotions really, really up their game in 2020. Yes. yes. Number four for me, CM Punk will wrestle in 2020 for WWE. I think it's going to happen. I just said it. They've got all the resources at their disposal. Uh, SmackDown, granted, I know it's holiday stuff. 1.8 million Oof. this past week or last week, rather. Raw was. Raw, oh, no, I'm sorry. Raw, Raw was 1.8. Bad, yeah. And SmackDown, I think, was pretty bad, too. Um, so, yeah, Raw was 1.83, I think. Uh, they need to do something. Um, and given that this is more likely to happen than my next prediction, which is a general overhaul of creative, um, <laughs> CM Punk is a band aid. I think he's a oh. very strong Band-Aid. And a very expensive one. And a very expensive one. But they have the money. They have what he wants, which is don't wrestle a lot. Give me a lot of money. Don't send me to Saudi Arabia. Uh, I think he's going to do it. He seems like he has a good time on backstage. Yeah. And that's a world of difference from oh, having to yes. deal with Trip, Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. However... If Triple H has grown at all, and I believe he has, mm-hmm. I believe that he's changed. If they make Triple H his point man, the way Vince McMahon let Triple H be Ronda Rousey's point man, and go to Punk and say, "Hey, listen, if you don't like your creative in six months, you can leave. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, map your own, you know, chart your own course. Mm-hmm. What do you want? We'll give it to you, mm-hmm. and you'll see those ratings spike." Even if it's in the short term, yeah, we'll be but Vince term. McMahon lives short term yep, to short moment term. to moment. He does. He does. It's like, oh man, ratings are down. Throw Punk in there. Give him everything you want. Throw Punk out there. We'll get four million views, and then it'll slowly, slowly go back down. Back down. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next for me, New Japan will face one major defection. Oh, I was gonna say that. Like, yeah, I was um, thinking about that in the car. Yeah. Uh, when I was going through who's gonna be champ uh, for them at the end of next year. Their upper card is packed. It is. With a lot of really good talent. And Tanahashi just re-signed. He's not going anywhere. Okada's not going anywhere. Yeah. Naito especially wins both those belts at the end of Night 2 Wrestle Kingdom. He's not going anywhere. Kotobushi says he wants to retire. He's a member of the New Japan roster. Um, Jay White, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so that's five guys at the top of the card. Do we know the status of Jay White's contract? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, but uh, So you, you go to wrestlers who are just kind of below the main event scene. So you got guys like Sonata, yeah. Evil. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a blank uh, a bit on other names. But those, Kenta. Kenta, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, we just, you know, like when Kushida, he, he did everything he could. He thought he was going to do in New Japan. They wouldn't let him move up to the heavyweights, I believe. And so he's like, all right, I've done everything I've done here. Sort of like with Nakamura. He did everything he could in New Japan. Mm-hmm. So he we went to WWE uh, to, to surf. Uh, wrestle a less physical style and uh, challenge himself with uh, going to a new place. And I, I would not be surprised to see at least one person from New Japan, Sonata, maybe do that. Um, especially if he looks at the landscape and sees, oh, there's five guys probably ahead of me before I start sniffing 
world title opportunities. Here's the thing about Sonata, Serious though. world title. I know he's had plenty of title matches, but really getting his hands yeah. on that belt. Here's the thing about Sonata, though. Over the past couple of years, and granted, one of my failures of 2019 was not keeping up with New Japan as much as I had wanted to. I want to try to do that a lot more in 2020. I think I said that at the end of last year, too. Um, one thing about Sonata, though, is that over the past year, they have really transformed him and have taken big steps oh, in totally. getting him to that. Totally. So my thing is, who in New Japan has done it all already? There's there's one name that I can think of, and I'm not sure if he'd be a great fit for WWE, but I could see it as a possibility, and that person's Ishii. He hasn't won the world title, but it's not like he's gonna. Yeah. Um, and he has otherwise, he's done pretty much everything there. I could see maybe Ishii or somebody like him going to WWE. Yeah, who knows? Because I don't see Zack Sabre Jr. Lately. No, no, I don't see him. Like, I don't see, like, Fale. He's not going anywhere. I'd be really surprised. Um, see, I wouldn't. My thing about Fale is that I don't see a reason why he wouldn't. Um, like, maybe Suzuki might go, might might leave. I heard his con. He's a freelancer anyway. He can leave. Suzuki? Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, look, like even, really, Taichi should be a champion wherever he is. And what he's not else? Those what, opportunities. What about this? What else? And I know that I know that uh, uh, that one of them was already in WWE with a really disastrous results. But I mean, come on, Luke Gallows was Festus, and he went back to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grills of Destiny. Mm-hmm. There is nothing they haven't done. And what else really can they do? It's not like uh, Tama Tonga is going to go single. Um, mm-hmm. They sort of have flirted with that before, uh, but I mean, not really. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an act that I could see potentially going to WWE. Entirely possible. Yeah. Entirely possible. What's your last uh, one? My last one is uh, probably a crock of crap. But with the XFL on the horizon, I could see potentially maybe Triple H, uh, especially if they start reaching those heights that you're talking about, maybe dele- uh, uh, delegating some of the authority of running NXT to maybe a guy like Shawn Michaels, uh, given that they're like, you know, in lockstep together, uh, evidently at all those takeovers and TV tapings, uh, tapings now, you know, tapings anymore, are they? Um, uh, Triple H is going to oversee Raw and SmackDown. I think it's going to be, again, I think ratings are going to continue to see a downward trend and uh, Vince is going to have to deal with the XFL. I'm not really, I, I don't, I, I'm not place. I, this would be my lowest confidence points on this particular <laughs> prediction. But uh, I mean, we saw them, Flirt with the idea in 2019 of these executive director positions. Yeah. We saw what happened with that. Um, real change needs to take place, and uh, I think it's going to be Triple H. I think he is. Well, and also, when he was asked about that, and granted, I know the executive director positions were for a brand, not to oversee everything, but uh, his his comments were essentially like, I, why would I limit myself to just working on one show when I have my hand in so many other different things? Which is true. He does. He has that, but I wonder if it's going to be like maybe a little bit of Vince stepping away uh, and uh, and giving a little bit more authority to, to Triple H. Whoa. I mean, the XFL is going to take up a chunk of time for the two months it's going to be in existence. Yeah, no, he just won't sleep for those two months. <laughs> uh, my last prediction, uh, again, uh, involves New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, they're going to get themselves a new U.S. TV deal somehow. Yeah, that's going to, yeah. yeah. Um, so apparently they uh, want nothing to do with Impact whatsoever because they <laughs> said, we're not on Access anymore. And Access... Uh, confirmed it to Fightful yeah. 
they're not going to be on our on our channel yeah. anymore. So if New Japan, they're launching a new uh, U.S. Guess what? Nobody has access anyways. Yeah, no. U.S.-based subsidiary. Uh, they need TV to promote that. Um, I know they can try to do it through uh, other means, other media. When it gets down to it, people want to see that the wrestlers wrestling for the subsidiary on their television. Mm-hmm. And better yet, see all of New Japan's pro wrestling uh, wrestlers on their television. To do that, they need a TV deal here in the States. New Japan World's great. I love it. Uh, uh, it's, it's a great value. It's 10 bucks a month. Basically everything New Japan's ever done. It's like the worst interface, though. The interface isn't great. But also, that, that's, that's your paywalling pretty much everything you do here in the States. Uh, uh, people want a way just to watch stuff. Yeah. Quickly, easily, cheaply, Correct. freely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and so it would behoove them to uh, get on that if they can, if it's in their, their vision for where they want to take their company, get a more consistent U.S. deal here um, and find a way to, to, to not only broadcast what they're doing here with their subsidiary, broadcast all their stuff. Maybe it's another access type deal where it's gotten a bit of a delay where we're not going to get Wrestle Kingdom Live free gratis here in the States. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's, they, that's gonna be the they one, need to do something. That's going to be the one barrier to them getting a TV, a substantial TV deal is the fact that they don't have a live weekly show or even like a weekly show that they can put together. Well, that's why, I mean, that's one thing Access did is they would just kind of do, you know, like Wrestle Kingdom. They wouldn't show the whole show. Well, I wonder if they, a, they show yeah. a couple matches over the course of a month or something. You know? I wonder if, and I don't know, I mean, if there would be any, so I'm thinking of um, like ESPN, they would run AWA cla- on like ESPN Classic or something. Oh, like they used that. to have AWA back in the in the and 80s. They also, yeah, they also had um, they also had a Jerry Jarrett's promotion, yeah. USWA. Yeah. They had that for a while. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there is a sports channel, and I mean, I'm assuming it wouldn't be. Fox, yeah, they probably have. Fox. They probably have some sort of exclusivity. One would think, yes. Um, but something like a lower level ESPN or an ESPN sub channel or a, a Fox Sports channel, if contractually it's possible, that could run um, that program because I think that it would. You know, it, it's well, not going to do massive too. N- NBC, Comcast, they have their own sports network. At least here they do in Northern California. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if something like that. I think CBS Sports has their own. Could happen. But there's also the matter too. of don't they have like a contract with Axis through the year or something like that? I don't know. I mean, they seemingly have no intention of, of actually fulfilling their obligations does, with that contract. Does that mean the contract's just done? Maybe. I mean, because I don't know. I wonder who initiated that first. Was Axis like, hey, we have Impact now or Anthem owning Axis? So Impact. Impact. <laughs> did, you know, did they say, hey, hey, New Japan, do you want, we, you know, we'd like to keep this going? No. I mean, if wasn't it wasn't it with the no? It was NWA that said we're not going to work with that Impact ever. Yeah. I mean, I know there are those in Impact who still had problems. I'm sorry, those within New Japan who still had issues with Impact Obviously, because of yes. how they treated Okada. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming those are just exacerbated now because they bought the station. I don't know. I don't know. It would be very interesting to find out what the. What I the know deal the, was. The, the politics and dynamics of all that are. Like, did they did 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 Anthem buy Axis? Put impact on there and then say, hey, New Japan, you're gone? Or did they come in, put impact on there, and New Japan said, we don't want to be near them. I wouldn't. We're I would, out. I would expect that impact probably wants a relationship with New Japan, so I wouldn't, ex- I wouldn't think that they would buy right. access and say, all right, later, New Japan. They would, I would think, buy access and go, 
hey, New Japan, we're home here with you as well. Let's do stuff together. Yeah, didn't Ed Nordholm say something like that? Yeah. yeah. And uh, New Japan's like, mm, nah, mm, yeah, no. Yeah, but if they have, I mean, look, obviously, obviously, this isn't the case, but you would have thought that a TV contract would have meant, hey, we're obligated to provide you guys with X number of programs a year. <laughs> no plans. <laughs> I mean, no plans to show access anything. might be so small that everything's run on handshake deals and nods. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Spitting in their hands and shake on it. Huh? Just an email. Hey, you guys want to throw us some tapes? No, it's all text messaging. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. All right. Let's, let's predict who's going to be the champion at the end of 2020. All right. All right. So let's start with WWE. First up, I got uh, Roman Reigns as your universal champion. Yeah. Over on me SmackDown too. Live. I have that too. Um, He's going to pull that off the fiend, man. Yeah. He's going to keep it forever. On Raw, I got Kevin Owens as a WWE champion. I almost went with your answer. It's one of the. It's one yeah, of it's them. It's one of the other. It's one of them. Oh, wait. No. What am I doing? No, 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 no. I thought about this in the car. No. It's Brock. It's still going to be Brock. Yeah. Yeah. It's still going to be Brock. Sorry. You. Hate to, hate to break it, everybody. That, that's like the safest bet possible. No, Roman. I think Roman's the safest bet. Safer bet. Well, for, oh, for Universal versus. Yeah, I think so. As far as, I don't know. I'll say Kevin Owens. Maybe they've kept Roman away from the, the title scene this long. I mean, they might continue to do that. that. Could be. Uh, you, Mania will find out a lot more because if he has like a special attraction match against like The Rock or something like that, then yeah. they might keep him away from the title scene for could a be. while. Could be. Uh, Intercontinental. The, uh, Intercontinental champion right now is Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, I'll on say SmackDown. Braun. I'm going to say The Miz. Oh, okay. it's time to get him back in the ice and tell a picture to get him that what record tying reign. Oh, is that the yeah, that's his thing, huh? Yeah. Okay. Because I think either he's one behind or, or he is tied currently with Chris Jericho for most intercontinental title reigns. Oh, they want to they want to do away with that. Yep. I have Braun Strowman. All right. Because I think if Miz gets that, it's gonna be a, a it's gonna be just to correct the books. And that'll be a quick one. So Could I'm gonna be. say it's gonna be Braun Strowman. This is just by the end of the year, so it can happen at a, at a, a Survivor series. Uh, for the U.S. title, who do you got? I got no, nobody. I got, I got Samoa Joe. I haven't done any of these. He yet. seems to be in the midst of a push right now. Maybe he came out of the house show to save Kevin Owens from a beatdown from a, a sorry a house show, the MSG house show, uh, to stave off Seth and uh, AOP, help out Kevin Owens. Um, he's done great work in commentary. Hopefully, this is the start of something huge for Samoa Joe because he's great. All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. Probably a terrible choice, but I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. No, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. AJ Styles. Safe. Safe. Oh, I get some safe picks in later. Don't you worry. All right. So the NXT, next, I have the Cruiserweight Championship. Are we going to just stick that with NXT? Yeah. Okay. Um, For the tag champions, um, I have Viking Raiders and the New Day. They might very well lose them. I think they're going to get them all back by the end of the year. Where's the revival? SmackDown? AEW. They, by the end of 2020. All Elite Wrestling. They are going to be the SmackDown Tag Champions. And the Raw Tag Champions are going to be... Oh, I'll say the Street Profits. Why not? At some point, you'd think they actually have to fight them. You have to have a match. And they actually have to wrestle, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's Champions. I have uh, Shayna Baszler on Raw. And then uh, Sasha Banks on SmackDown Live. You have Shayna Baszler as the Raw Women's Champion? Correct. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch because <laughs> she worked for me last time. And on SmackDown, Sasha Banks. Who You have Sasha, Sasha also? Sasha for first? SmackDown. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, women's tag champs. Asuka and Kyrie. Women's tag champs. Who's going to take those belts off? That's a good point. Uh, let's see here. Women's tag champs. 
Oh, I'll give it to I'll give it to Sony Deville and uh, Mandy, Mandy Rose. Rose. Yeah, there we go. All right, you want to talk NXT UK? NXT UK. It's still gonna be it's Walter. Walter. It's gonna be Walter. It's Walter. Yeah. Tag champions. Who do you got? Tag. I got uh, Imperium. They're gonna have all the belts. Oh, they're gonna be like the undisputed era. Yeah. Yeah, they're fighting uh, at Worlds Collide. Worlds I know. Collide. That's a big, tag big match. deal. Yeah, that's a that's a good one actually. No, you know what, man? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna say sometime this year. No, I'm not gonna do that. In 2021, it's gonna be Jordan Devil. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Uh, NXT UK Women's Champ. Oh, it's gonna be Piper Niven. Wait, is she cleared? Can she wrestle? I don't know. I don't know. She has Bell's palsy. Yeah, that's a bad pick. Oh, 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 oh. It's, uh, what's her face? Nuclear Man. Uh, Jazzy Gobbert. Oh, okay. Jazzy Gobbert. I have Zaya Brookside. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Although I kind of feel like she's the Ligero slash Joe Connors slash Travis. But she's Banks. already in a thing with Kaylee Ray. I mean, she had a thing, uh, a story with Kaylee Ray. Maybe will come back around to it. Yeah, that could be. That could be. That's that's a left field pick. That's probably not going to come, come to fruition. Uh, NXT Prime. Uh, I got Keith Lee holding that, uh, that top belt. At the end of the year... Boy, they're really like dancing around Matt Riddle, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I'll go with I'll go with man. Like did he did he just jump past the title scene, but he always loses? Is that his deal now? Ugh. I'm gonna say Matt Riddle. Ugh. And then my North American title will be Keith Lee. Oh, see I have Dominic Dijakovic as my North American champion. Wait, you know what? Screw all this. <laughs> Adam Cole, Roger Strong. Uh, you're no, I'll do this. Adam Cole's going to be NXT champion. I will say Keith Lee will be North American champion. Uh, NXT women's champ. Oh, I'm going to. Io Shirai. I'm gonna really? Keep on, well, nah, it's going to be Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley's got that belt for a while. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, tag champs. I got the Forgotten There's, Sons. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad pick. They've actually been improving. That's not a bad if pick. They can just find some decent character angle for them. Um, in ring, they've been improving. The tag division right now isn't that deep. At a certain point, Undisputed Air is going to have to ha- be in a, a major feud, and Forgotten Sons can outheal them in theory. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'll do this, actually. North American champion. Oh, you're going to have Keith Lee and Dijakovic's tag champs? Yeah. Lee and Dijak. There we go. So you have Matt Riddle as your North American champion. Yeah, I have Matt, right. Matt Riddle, yeah. Cruiserweight. Cruiserweight champion. Oh, it's still going to be Angel Garza. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I got Kushida. Oh, that's a good one, but he's not. They haven't really put him in the cruiserweight division. Not yet, but they got a whole another year to do that. You know what I'm going to do? Matt Riddle's still going to be dancing around. Kushida's going to be my North American <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get to New Japan, Ring of Honor, or All Elite. Uh, tell me, who's your pick for the cover stars of WWE 2K21? Okay, are, is there going to be a 2K21 Assuming there this is. year? Think about it. I'll, 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 I'll explain why I've picked these individuals. So, uh, game this year was rightly dumped on. It's a piece of crap. It's yeah, terrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's, basic, it's, it's nigh unplayable. 
um, they need to, to, to focus on doing one thing right with that game instead of trying to do too many things with it. Right. Just get it so one thing works. Anyways, <laughs> they can try to market this as fresh start, uh, uh, new direction. Back to basics. Back to basics, yet new direction. Uh, and then put the hottest uh, young commodity that WWE has on the cover Undisputed Era. They will be your cover <laughs> right. stars of 2K21. All right. That's a bold, bold prediction. It is. Uh, I'm going to go with a really boring one. I'm going to say it's going to be... Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Let me think about this. Uh, oh, oh, I, I know who's going to be cover hmm. of 2K. Um, I'm going to say they're going to go with two people again. All right. And this time it's going to be Rey Mysterio and... Uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> well, they do Andrade. Oh, I know. Yeah, the cover of 2K is them having sex. How about Andrade win the U.S. title? Oh, my goodness That's gracious. amazing. Oh, wait a second. Why did I not Andrade winning anything here? Hold on a second. I'm going to go back to my predictions here. Uh, let's see here. Universal, WWE, Intercontinental. What is he? He's a U.S. champion right now? Yeah. I'm going to say he changes brands and becomes the IC, IC title. IC champion. <laughs> all right, let's go to uh, All Elite Wrestling um, for their champion heading to 2020. I got Kenny Omega. I got He's got to win that belt this year. When did he say he said he's, he knows what he's doing all the way until what, February? That's Jericho. Jericho said that? Yeah. So I imagine Mox is probably taking that belt off Jericho in February, and then they'll come back around to Kenny and Mox later this year. Probably it all out. I Maybe see yeah. Happening. I'll yeah, just go. I'm going to go with Mox though. They move so slow. Uh, tag champs, Young Bucks. It's going to be the Young Bucks. It has to be the Young Bucks. And then the women's champ. I got Awesome Kong. Um, I think she's sort of like a big featured attraction. So I'm going to go with the women's champ. Let's see. It's not going to be Statlander yet. Um, screw. It. I'm just going to say Britt Baker. Why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, ending 2020 J with Jay White as a champion. He's going to walk into Wrestle Kingdom with the uh, IWGP title. Um, he's. You think so? Sure. All right. I wrote him down. I'm going to go with Okada. Safe bet. At heavy. Uh, Intercontinental. What do you Intercontinental, got? Intercontinental. I'll go with uh, uh, Osprey. That's good. I almost went with Osprey, but instead I went with Kenta. Oh, that's a good one. But I'm gonna he's gonna be my never guy still. Oh, well you're you're on. How would you pick a never champ and not go with Hiroki Goto? <laughs> that's what you do. I he's think my his, pick I for think never his time weight. has passed. His nah, time has to be passed. Man. Perennial contender for never open weight title. Um, who you got for the heavyweight tag champions? Uh Grills of Destiny, of course. Grills of Destiny. Uh, uh junior uh, junior heavyweight champion. Takahashi. Same. Yeah. Junior tag champions. Rapongi 3K. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, never uh, open weight tag titles. Uh, oh, they're, oh, the never six man. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 I'll go with Osprey, Robbie Eagles, and does someone else have like a bird name in, in New Japan? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, 
be there. I, I, I don't know. It's Bullet Club. I'm going to say Bullet Club again. All right. That's a safe pick. Yeah. That's a safe pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ring of Honor. If, if they're still around by the end of 2020, who's going to be their champion? Oh, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Marty's yeah. girl. Because if Marty's not there, there's, there's a, it's, it's a long shot. They're still going to be around. Yeah. Marty's going to be like a dual Ring of Honor slash North American NXT champion. <laughs> He's going to be defending the Ring of Honor championship. This is going to create a new division, the Honor champion, the Honor division. The Honor division. Yeah. Yep. Because WWE's totally buying them. Oh, man. Yep. Those are good predictions. So, fun, fun stuff. Okay. So let's do predictions for going in Raw. Last year, you boldly proclaimed that we were going to get. We were going to finally hit 200,000. Oh, I was way off on that, huh? I, I, I will say this. I will say you made that prediction early, but accurately. I say that we hit two. I think that we're on a pretty good roll with the channel lately. I think we've maybe figured a couple things out. Yeah. Um, I think that 10 for the win has been an, I would call a success so far. Yeah. Uh, it's been very interesting. Like I was, so I was like, man, I wonder if any of these are going to do better than like 7,000 because you never know. Like whenever we go outside, our wheelhouse and 10 for the win is kind of outside our current wheelhouse. Yeah. But, uh, it seemed to be something that I was like, you know, I think people might be into it if we sort of play by the YouTube rules. Mm -hmm. Um, and people have been into it and we've learned some new things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that by the end of the year, we're going to be sitting 200, at 200, 226,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're going to blast past. Wow. <laughs> All right. Then my, my goal will be, uh, 225 subscribers by the end of next year. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But uh, I don't know. I think my main goal for the channel, and I think, like, we've gotten away from it a little bit, but I think we're starting to sort of figure it out. I do want to be the one-stop shop for where people can go for their pro wrestling info. Um, and I think that as long as we sort of focus on what on the way that people want that but not get away from, you know, our podcast core programming thing, I think that, I think that we can do that. So I think that I just want to keep on being the spot for pro wrestling. All right. That's what I want to be. You got anything to add to that? No. All right. Fair enough. 225 or GTFO. All right. So 225 or we quit? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not a water. All right. Anyways, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. This new year. Let's make it a good one. Too sure. good, me, brother. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye.